Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on a Tuesday. I'm your host from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm Buck Rising. And I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford, the name you know, the brand you trust since 1983, the best in the business when it comes to incredibly fine and fantastic American-made Ford vehicles. You can find them all available to you at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, I've got money tonight on the Grizzlies. I've got money tonight all across the NBA on several different games. I'm betting overs. I'm betting unders. I'm making money using the promo code A2Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can do the same. Just punch in that promo code. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That's how you get involved here in Middle Tennessee real estate. They are a part of the community. They are working for the community, and they will get you your dream address without the stress or help you sell for more at GaryAshton.com. Of course, our friends at Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed. On each and every one of your HVAC needs, they are the ones who will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. All right, so let's Let's talk about this. Apparently, every apparently everybody um, is uh, is out of gas at this point. I had no idea this was a thing. My girlfriend texted me maybe uh, maybe about an hour and a half ago. I said, oh, "I don't know if we should get gas today or get gas after the weekend." I said, "I filled up this morning. I don't know what you're talking about." Uh, Stephen Rodriguez says we have gas here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, well, that will be the subject at the end of the show. So stick around because we got a gone viral video to do with that. Um, I'm ready for football season. Baseball sucks as big group. Okay. So let's talk some football because the athletic put out a power ranking, a post draft power ranking. That is, uh, that is something that they do each and every year. Shiel Kapadia, who does good work. Now let me not diminish Shiel himself, uh, because I, I largely hate, I largely hate power rankings and it's not about Shiel. It's not about anybody who does power rankings. It's just I hate power rankings. I think they're largely stupid. And I'll explain to you why this one in particular is stupid as well, because of where they have the Titans ranked. It's not far off where I would put them personally, not that I'm going to do power rankings. But I, I, I understand the thinking, and I understand why they are in the spot that they are. Um, but first, let's get your Two Rivers Ford take and get this thing going. Where would you rank the Titans on a, on a, on a scale of 1 to 32? Your Two Rivers Ford take. Here in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Let me know in the comment section, if you would be so kind, where would you rank the Titans heading into 2021? While you guys do that, I will tell you about Two Rivers Ford. You know that they are Nashville's 2021 Ford Bronco headquarters. I am I am I am going to the bank, as a matter of fact. At the end of this week, and I am going to look into my. Uh, I'm going to look into uh, what it's going to take an auto loan. I've not taken out an auto loan. I bought. I bought my car, my last car, straight my first car, straight cash, homie. The last time I did it, but now we're living right, and I'm ready for an upgrade. I know that after I secure the loan, I am going to go to Two Rivers Ford, and I am going to get this thing rolling on this 2021 Ford Bronco. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It's a beautiful vehicle. I uh, I test drove one myself. I've test driven them several times, whether it's the Ford Bronco Sport or one of the full-bodied Broncos that you can custom order at tworiversford.com. They are incredible vehicles. They're one of many that they have available to you 
out there in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of BNA or online at tworiversford.com. Where would you rank the Titans here on A to Z Sports Primetime? Uh, El Boogie 808 says, is this Adam Rank's take? Because he, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Uh, it's just C N at apostrophe or uh, or uh, colon. I don't know what that means, El Boogie. You're going to have to be more specific, unless that's some kind of uh, code. Unless you're like typing like Cam Newton now in a language that nobody else understands. Uh, Puka says 18th. Lewis says 12th minus eight for Evan White, so he's trolling. 17th for Texas Sports. 10-15. 11 for Alex Lacy. Titans for Life says 100% agree with you, Buck. Power rankings are meaningless. Yeah, I, I I think they're stupid. And and so you would say to me, probably, because John Bertotti on, on Facebook agrees, or excuse me, on YouTube agrees that they they are stupid. He doesn't like power rankings either. So let me let me answer my own question basically by saying that you can hate power rankings, and I also look at them as just kind of a gauge. How every because I think it's interesting to look. Maybe it's not that important, but I think it's interesting to look and see where everybody else thinks your team, or in my case, the team that I cover, is at, as opposed to where we hear boots on the ground, or whether you're in Nashville or not, because of course this is on the internet, so you don't have to be in Nashville. But wherever you follow the Titans from, you are more informed, more likely than not, about your favorite teams than most of the people talking about your favorite teams, right? And and that's that's with 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 few exceptions. Like here in Nashville, I know that local media know the team better than anybody. But I also understand like uh, like our friend Diana Rossini who had a video on on ES on ESPN NFL Live earlier today talking about the Titans. I know that the, I know that Diana knows the Titans because Diana's around the Titans. She covers the Titans. She comes to I mean, I won't say as many games as I do because it's my job day in and day out. She comes for the big ones because that's when the television cameras are focused on them. But I know that Diana pays attention to them. I know that Diana is on in our Zoom press conferences fairly often. Mike Giardi of the NFL Network, the same thing. That's why I that's why I like to talk to them about the Titans on whether it's the radio show, whether it's the podcast, because I know they know their stuff. And they're really good at their jobs. Like, I'm pretty sure Diana, if I remember correctly, was reporting that the Titans wanted to extend Tannehill long before anyone else was. So it's not like they're not tapped into what's going on here as well. So outside of that, though, I like I like to look at things like power rankings just to kind of get a gauge. How far off do I think they are based on what I know and what I see every day? Uh, so that's the only value that I find in power rankings. Now, the Athletic... Let's read some more of your comments before I tell you where the athletic has them. 20th for Alex, between 8 and 12, says Clayton. Lewis, 10th. Andrew, 7th. 14th as of today. Okay, I guess something's going to change drastically. Josh, uh, maybe you get a tight end at some point, but I don't know what else could. Uh, You can win it all being number 8, says Evan. Why do you think the Titans continue to get disrespected in the preseason rankings every year, Graham says? Oh, because nobody watches. Just simple as that. Um. We've we've had this conversation a million times. Just nobody watches them. They're not uh, they're not important for television ratings. So you're not going to if you're on national TV or national radio, you're not going to spend a lot of time talking about them. So uh, without without the numbers that they do or do not do, 
most people aren't paying attention to them until they find themselves in the postings and everybody's like, oh, look at this. Derrick Henry's about to hit 2,000 yards in week 17. We should probably pay attention to that. And still, really, it kind of mostly goes unnoticed because the AFC South, precious few, uh, precious few teams, uh, precious few people care about the AFC South. And when they do, it's about the Colts, right? <laughs> Hang on, the cat just jumped up on the desk. <laughs> You're on A to Z Sports Primetime. Not now, Francis. <laughs> Anything uh, above 15 is cap, says Alex M. 16th for John Vargas. No love from the national media in the first place. We are top 10 to 15 at least. Well, I'll tell you where the athletic has them ranked, and then I'll let Diana Rossini basically defend them uh, in a way that I, I don't necessarily know that I would. But Diana was on NFL Live today, so you'll hear from her. And you'll hear the ranking in The Athletic here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Big names are headlining this weekend's UFC 262 card. From Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler, who I would very much like to get on, by the way. I add parenthetically because he's from Nashville, and that's a really cool story. There will be no shortage of action. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a heavyweight offer for this weekend's fight with 100 to 1 odds. One fighter will be walking away with the belt. Will you be walking away with the cash? That's the question. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A2Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on a made card fighter to win. Pay, place your bet and watch the fists fly this weekend. That's code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports. All right. Where do you rank the Titans heading into 2021? Kaharski has the Titans number one, says Tony. Yeah, I bet. Uh, also, most fans also rank their favorites a little better than they actually feel. Uh, actually are, I feel. That's accurate, Josh, 100%. USA dropped the Titans from 11 to 21, LOL. They got to push ticket sales in big markets. Um, Buck, Buck, we love our Titans slash Oilers no matter what, says Timothy Ford. Well, good. Somebody's got to um, because the national media doesn't. I'll say it again, six or seven. They're hungry. We get that man, A.J. Brown, some help. They're going to show everyone these last two years ain't a fluke. That's from Chris Stark on Facebook Live. Mina Kimes saying we ain't going to the playoffs. This season on NFL Live, I got sad, says L Boogie. Well, the athletic basically says the thing, because they have you, they have you ranked 20th. And I'll read, uh, I'll read what they have in the blurb for the Tennessee Titans. And and let me let me tell you just generally who's above them. We won't go through the entire list. Like the top five are the usual suspects, but directly above the Titans, if we go up the five above the Titans, 19 New Orleans Saints. 18, the Washington football team, 17, the Dallas Cowboys, 16, the Denver Broncos, and then just to stick the knife in you, Indianapolis Colts coming in five spots ahead of Tennessee. Here is what Shiel Kapadia writes of the Tennessee Titans, whom he ranks 20th. It may be hard for the Titans to be as good as they were last year when they went 11-5. and five. I'm not disputing that. They were 7-2 and two in one-score games and had the NFL's sixth best injury luck, which I thought interesting because I thought they dealt with a fair amount of injuries. 
This offseason, they lost Arthur Smith as their play caller. Huge. Number two wide receiver, Corey Davis. Substantial. And tight end, Jonu Smith, left in free agency. Very big loss. All of these I'm adding parenthetically. The Titans are one A.J. Brown injury away from having one of the NFL's worst pass-catching groups. Also, don't dispute that. The additions of Bud Dupree and Denico Autry on defense should help, but overall, this looks like a team that's going to take a step back. Yeah, I, I totally agree with everything that's written there. What I don't agree with is 20th. What I don't agree with is the Colts, you know, perpetually, for whatever reason, favored over the Titans. And, and in most cases, that would probably be so. But, um, or in most years, that would probably be so. What I say to you, though, is there's no reason this year that the Colts in these arbitrary rankings should be anywhere, especially five spots above the team that won the division last year. The Colts didn't do anything substantial to change the game up. Now, uh, what I'll say is I, I wouldn't put them, I wouldn't put them much higher than 20. Like I'm not out here, I'm not ha- out here advocating that they're a top 10 team. I think that probably top 15 is fair. Uh, but what Diana Rossini said today on NFL Live was pr- was pretty passionate in their defense because, I mean, Diana knows what goes on here in Nashville. She covers them enough and she keeps track of the conversation around the Tennessee Titans. And what Diana knows is that they're perpetually slept on even if it's, you know, even if it they don't deserve much better, they deserve a little better than what they're getting. There have been a lot of changes. They did a lot of work in the draft and free agency to bolster up that defense that was terrible last year. So terrible, yet they still made the playoffs because they've got the glue in their head coach, Mike Vrabel. The scheme works there, but a lot of those players are older. You're going to see a lot of new faces, Bud Dupree, a lot of young rookies that are coming out of the draft here that they really believe in. But, Mina, I heard you talking about the change in offense, right? We know Arthur Smith, their offensive coordinator, who, who is a talent and a very bright guy, is no longer there, but Derrick Henry's still there. Uh, Tev Lewan, the left tackle who missed all of last season, he's healthy. He's back. They drafted a right tackle. The competition at offensive line is going to improve. We talk all day long about Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry's numbers. That stuff does not happen. That production is not there without an offensive line, and that offensive line was hurt last year. Now they're healthy. On top of the fact that we know A.J. Brown continues to develop, he's their ace, and they draft and uh, they, they signed another wide receiver from the L.A. Rams. So this does not seem like a team that's taking a step back. On top of the most important part of it is they've got a culture. They've got an identity. You can't say that about a lot of teams in the NFL. I mean, I like the wide receiver they signed from the Rams, Josh Reynolds. I imagine – 99% of Americans watching just heard that name for the first time. Um, the loss of skill players for this team is massive. I should have mentioned Dennis Kelly, the right tackle, who you alluded to them trying to replace in the draft. But I don't think we can understate uh, how dramatic the loss of Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, is. The top defense, uh, pardon me, the top offenses last year from the AFC were obviously Kansas City, Cl- Tennessee. Cleveland, Baltimore, and Buffalo. All of those teams, except for the Titans, retained their offensive coordinator. I think Arthur Smith is one of the best offensive coordinators in the NFL. That's why I love the hire for Atlanta. And I just cannot – Oh, I, like the effect that that loss, I think, will have on this offense, the creativity he brought to the play calling, which largely resuscitated Ryan Tannehill's career, that is a tremendous, mm-hmm. tremendous loss. 
So that's Mina Kimes and Diana Rossini going back and forth about the Titans. Mina is much more down on them than Diana is. Mina understands the value of what they lost. And that is, listen, it's a tremendous amount of value that they did lost between Corey Davis and John U. Smith, and more importantly than anybody, I think Arthur Smith, to be honest with you. So I do think they deserve better than 20, but I wouldn't put them higher than 15. Um, they're, they're, they're going to, they're going to have to scrap some games and listen, they, they play again, she'll noted seven and two in one score games. It's not like they weren't playing close games last year, despite scoring 30 points because their defense was wretched. So maybe their defense puts them in a better position to succeed this year. And they end up having largely the same results. The 15, I think is fair. You know, you you consider them the top, top 16 teams in the sport. If the top 16, I mean, I know, understand that the top 16 teams don't necessarily make the playoffs because of wild cards and and division winners and things of this nature. But I think that's a totally fair ranking. I don't think they're not a playoff team, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're anything terribly special at this point either. Understanding that Derrick Henry and AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill are great. Um, I, I thank God for them every day as somebody who covers the team every day, because I used to hate watching Titans football. And that was my job. I was paid to watch. I'm still paid to watch Titans football, but at least now it's enjoyable to watch. Whereas, uh, not three years ago, it was wretched. It was constipated. It was, um, touchdownless at times. It was field goals. It was, uh, missed opportunity after missed opportunity on third down over and over and over again. It was the worst. Um, well, maybe not the worst because the Browns also, I think had a winless season in the middle of that, but now the product is great. Um, whether the product gets back to 30 points uh, plus per game or not, I think is very much up for debate. I don't think it's that crazy to, to say that they'll take maybe not one step back, but even two. And they can still be a competitive football team. Tribe Call Quez asks uh, a question that I think is interesting. What do you what do the Titans need to do to get more viewership? Um, they need more fans. They need more people across the country to care about the Titans. The Titans are not the Cowboys. They're not the Giants. They're not the Eagles. And I know I'm citing all NFC East teams, but we'll say they're not the Packers. They're not the Bears. Um, they're not a hundred year old franchise. Titans been around for what, 22? Heading into 23, I want to say. This, I believe, is their 23rd season as the Tennessee Titans. Um, of course, their history dates back to the 60s as the Houston Oilers, but. I mean, they just need a, a larger, a larger fan base, and they don't have that right now. You're now Nashville is growing like crazy, and if the Titans' success keeps pace with the growth, with the growth in the city, then I think you will see a substantial uh, amount of whether it's just as a fad or or whatever the case may be. Transplants are going to gravitate towards what they think is fun, and if you have a football team that wins. The Titans have been fun, certainly over the last two years. So that's it. That's the, the the best way to grow television interest is winning. But also, you're just fighting against population demographics, and at that point, it's just uh, it's just it. That's all it is. Uh, Buck, who you got on that fight? I know off topic says John. Uh, I I haven't bet it yet, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my research um, and make a decision on that probably tomorrow because I'll make my bets uh, for the week. Mike Chandler is such a fun fighter. Plus, he's from Bellator, which does test for PEDs as much as UFC, uh, or which doesn't test for PEDs as much as UFC. I think Evan C. White is trying to say, Rusini, a real one, says Dirk of time. Yeah, Diana is the is a woman of the people down here in Nashville. 
Uh, LMAO Cowboy says Clark Brandon. Yeah, listen, I get it, but it's just it's just the facts. The Broncos, though, says Josh Sabata. I mean, the Broncos, big fan base, long, longer history with the franchise. Juicebox678 says, can you blame them? You can't decidedly say we improved. Uh, lost Art CD, John, who obviously defense improved. I, yeah, I don't think you're that much better. I just think you're more well-rounded. And listen, if you're not that much better, you're still probably a 10-win team. But 10 wins doesn't guarantee a playoff appearance anymore because you're playing a 17-game season. Uh, bullshit says Brad Lifford, Colts are higher than the Titans. Yeah, but that's always going to be the case. Um, we love being the underdog, says Paulie D. We play the, with, with a chip on our shoulder. And the only people who believe in our team are the players, the coaches, and us diehard fans. We don't need a useless all caps ranking with no games played to feel good. Tighten up. Success dictates uh, ratings. I guess Titans for Life is, is trying to say. Um, look at Seattle. They were small market, no exposure, started winning, now exposure. Also, superstar quarterback Russell Wilson is dynamic. Uh, Derrick Henry is, is that. Your Russell Wilson is to Seattle as Derrick Henry is to uh, is to Tennessee. Um, DJ Rex says, sorry, but I wasn't high on Arthur Smith. Hand the ball to Henry a few times, then play action to Brown. Pretty simple. If no one, it's no one could stop it. Well, DJ, if no one can stop it, then it's working pretty well. And also play action is something that they maximized to a T here in Tennessee. The percentage of play action that they used Ryan Tannehill on makes Ryan Tannehill responsible for 40 touchdowns last year. Ryan Tannehill is also the trigger man in this offense. It's not to not to cast any of the cast dispersions on any of the things that he accomplished over the last year and a half as the Titans starter. Um, but if it was that simple, anybody, everybody else would do it. And not everybody else is doing it. That's why Arthur Smith is now a head coach in Atlanta and you were scoring 30 point points. But I don't know how you can say I'm not high on Arthur Smith and then have the best offense in the history of the Tennessee Titans. Like that just that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Wilson wasn't a superstar when they were getting exposure. It was the Legion of Boom. Yeah, but Russell has sustained that. Russell is incredible. Um, yeah, because they were largely hiding him in those Super Bowls, and they have one of the best defenses of all time. Uh, I honestly think we'll be fine on offense. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna like fall off a cliff, but I think that you're not gonna be thirty points per game. I think that's totally fine to say. Uh, Tannehill is better than Jake Locker and Mettenberger, says Tony Yeo. Yes. That's 100% accurate. Nobody is here to dispute that. Uh, go get Julio. A Super Bowl ring will bring fans, says The Rock, says 25. Yeah, but who's going to pay him? It's not going to be you because you don't have the money. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about the anonymous execs that were ripping the Titans in the athletic. Speaking of the athletic, uh, here in just a second, the question that I want to ask you guys here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. What is your trust level in Titans GM John Robinson right, right now, at this very moment? What is your trust level? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Josh Medina, Buck, please give my comment a look. I'm sorry, Josh. It's, it moves pretty fast, and, uh, and there's only so much time that I have. Uh, so let's move on. What is your level of trust in John Robinson at this point? And I'll explain to you why I'm asking that question here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at uh, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that is where you go for your dream address without the stress. That is what they offer you with the Gary Ashton team. They are working in Middle Tennessee for Middle Tennesseans 
to improve the community as a whole. That is the Ashton team's goal. And they will help you do it with the best advice in real estate that you can find throughout the local community. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime at GaryAshton.com. What is your level of trust in John Robinson at this point? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. We scored a lot, a lot last year because our defense was straight ass, says Turkatime. Yeah. It's a pretty accurate way to describe it. Um, I'm better than Locker and Mettenberger, too, or at least close as Titans for life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, uh, thank you for all your insights and analysis. The, whomever lobbed into the chat, Tannehill is better than Locker and Mettenberger. Yeah, I'm pretty, did Zach, Met, Zach Mettenberger never officially got a win as an NFL starter, right? Like, he started close to 15 games, never got a win. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill a little better than that. Um, why does the league hate the Titans? Says Lee Hobb. Well, what, let me, uh, let me read it for you here on, <laughs> here on the athletic. So what shield Capot? No, this isn't shield. This is Mike Sando. Mike Sando does this every year, right? They basically give anonymous NFL executives and GMs the opportunity to tee off on each other. And Mike goes team by team, line by line for all 32 teams. So here's what Sando got anonymously from NFL executives around the league about the Titans. Quote, if the corner becomes a good player, talking about Caleb Farley, God bless them, but his medical was terrible. You look at the Isaiah Wilson pick last year, then you have Rashad Weaver in the fourth round this year with an assault case that comes out. You go back and look at all the fifth-year options that were declined. The only one they picked up was for Adoree Jackson, who they cut. There are a lot of mishaps there that it seems like just aren't being talked about. A, an a, anonymous general manager goes on to say, we liked the North Dakota State guard they took, talking about Dylan Radens, who you're going to try and play at right tackle. In the second round, he could play right tackle, but we were way more worried about Farley's back than some of the other injuries for guys in the first couple of rounds. So they're basically getting hammered for the Caleb Farley pick. And Again, none of us have access to the medicals, so we can't we can't give uh, we can't give our opinions on it without knowing what Caleb Farley's medicals look like. Uh, so, out of a ten, El Boogie eight hundred eight says maybe six or seven. How much do you trust John Robinson? Um, Tony says John Robinson is least better than Jack Easterby. Yeah, Jack Easterby, the mad preacher who runs the Houston Texans, not doing a, a terribly bang up job. So far, Albert Spence says 80%. He hasn't done a bad job. Puka gives him a B minus. Uh, Jay Streets trusts him 100%. He turned this franchise around. It's true. Five consecutive winning seasons at this point. So whether their drafting is ideal, they found a way to win football games, which is all that matters. Uh, New saying anything about Tannehill would get Chris Frazier sparked up, says Josh. Well, you know, Chris is often here in the comments, and we appreciate his participation as always. Should have taken more kids dynamic, says E. Sam on YouTube, talking about Elijah Moore. Uh, bet that exact sister time is from Baltimore. Still salty AF. His team, his dream team got clowned in 2019. Uh, must y'all, man, y'all must not remember Rustin Webster, says Lee Hobbs. And Rustin Webster was so, 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 so bad. In fact, I had, I wish I still <clears throat> had the tweet in front of me. Because somebody sent me Rustin Webster's last draft. So we were talking about this the other day on the radio show. Um, let me uh, let me 
find it for you because it did list all of Rustin Webster's picks in the last NFL draft that he had, which would have been 2015. That was my last, uh, that was my first year down here, Marcus Mariota's first year, his rookie season. So Marcus Mariota, obviously a part of that draft, but here's what the rest of the draft for Rustin Webster looked like. Uh, Chance, okay, this is 2013. This was not his last draft. Chance Warmack in the first round, Justin Hunter, Bleedy Ray Wilson, Xavier Gooden, Brian Schwenke, LeVar Edwards, Khalid Wooten, Damian Stafford. Awful, 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 awful. Schwenke, okay, because he played a little bit. Awful, awful, awful. Like these are terrible selections. John Robinson has had some whiffs for certain, but they have decidedly made the team better year over year than what Rustin Webster and his staff were doing. Uh, Caleb Farley, skepticism is fair. We'll see if it works out, just like Simmons says Titans for life. Sure. Um, but, the you know, the anonymous execs stuff is, I, I understand the need for anonymous sources. I, as a reporter, use anonymous sources. It's really the only way, the safest way to protect your sources and to get people comfortable talking to you. If you promise them the conditions of anonymity, they are more likely to say things like they're saying to Mike Sando or to talk to me in a way that I can report on or I can work into my various talk shows at this point across the the primetime show and the podcast and the radio show or that I can put in an article that will you know be read at a later date. Anonymous sources are essential. I also understand why people look at them skeptically because you're like, well, if it's if it's true, if you mean it, put your name on it. And it's just never going to happen. I also understand that anonym anonymity allows for things like this, where it's just hit piece. It's just hit piece after hit piece. Like if you go through the 32 blurbs that Sando wrote and got quotes on from anonymous execs, I think you'll probably find like two or three uh, that were actually positive because... There's so little positivity among a group of your peers when you're t- allowing them to talk basically behind each other's back without being outed. So everybody clicks on it. Everybody reads it. Everybody looks at it and be like, well, this, who who could possibly be responsible for this? And then it just creates all kinds of uh, all kinds of strife within the within the league ranks. Like, for example, now, I also agree with this assessment. So let me be completely transparent of the Houston Texans. But basically. The write-up for the Houston Texans is, what the hell? What are they doing? I don't understand. Uh, and, and I think that's accurate. It's it's transparent. It's honest. Um, but also, and also, listen, I'm, to- I'm not denying that there should be skepticism of Caleb Farley's back because we don't know. We don't have anything else to, we don't have anything else to run off with Caleb Farley's back because we don't know physically what his back looks like. The only people that know that for certain are Caleb Farley, his agent, his doctors, the Titans team doctors, John Robinson, and Mike Vrabel at this point. And uh, and outside of that, there's just nothing there for us. Um, Dadson says, yep, Buck, thanks for educating that to us. Repression speech, menticide, all this gas lighting and serious garbage. Hearsay, says Dadson. Um, Buck, I truly hope you get Trey, Clay Travis money for your talk shows. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm very well compensated and, and listen, Clay, Clay had a fantastic opportunity. And I think that he did, 
he did really well in how he ran things from a business standpoint. Um, but I would say to you that I hope I make, it's not that Clay made his money dishonestly, but I hope that I make my money in a way that is more morally satisfying to me than what it appears Clay Travis did. And, you know, I, I'm not going to knock the hustle. I'm not going to knock the intelligence of Clay Travis uh, or the business acumen because he's done very, very well for himself. All he's done is succeed at this point. But, uh, you know, I also would like to not feel like a piece of shit afterwards uh, whenever it is that I cash in like big time. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> just um, Clay, Clay is what he is. I've never, and, and let, let me say this in full disclosure, I've never met him. So I have no idea what he's, what he's like in real life. I just see what everybody else sees on the internet. And the person that I see on the internet is just not something that I'm terribly interested in. Uh, Evan White says, I get what you're saying. Uh, Dadson says, Buck is left wing y'all. He's just fair and just reporter. I mean, you know, I don't think I'm left wing. I don't think I'm right wing. I think I'm just not about stupid. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, like I, uh, I, uh, I think you can respect others when they respect you individual actions. Uh, you know, yeah, I think you take each, each situation on a case by case basis. And, and that's how I am kind of with clay. Um, it's why I hope you make clay Travis money. Well, thank you, Evan sports Tucker Carlson ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I texted, I, uh, I texted Kaharski. I'm waiting for his weekly with, with Tucker Carlson. Um, I, <laughs> which I know because I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what Paul's politics are, but I know that he's probably not thrilled about the idea of working for Rupert Murdoch is all that I say. Uh, all that I'll say at this point, Hey Buck, any info on players picked up after the draft says DJ Rick? I mean, sure. What do you want to know? Um, but I don't think this is the place to get into that. Let's get to the gone viral video. Let's put a bow on the show. And I'll tell you what, DJ, I'll make you a deal, okay? Because I don't want to just uh, brush off your comment that way. Um, what I'll say is that rookie minicamp is this weekend. I'll be there on Saturday. It'll be the first football practice, essentially, of the 2021 year. And so I'm excited about that. And on why don't, because tomorrow we'll do schedule release, because that'll come out about an hour before the primetime show begins. So we'll get the first crack at it. It'll be fun. So we'll do that. And then we will, uh, we'll spend Thursday on rookie minicamp. How about that? And we'll, and we'll answer more questions there. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to not answer your question, but I just think at the, at the end of the show at this point, there is more conversations to be had about that at a later date. Fair enough. Um, what's up? Yeah. So now, the, now immediately the UDFA questions are coming. <laughs> Um, Buck, do you, uh, do you think we may be moving away from the tight end heavy offense based on drafting more wide receivers? You know, that's a great question. I'll ask Mike Rabel that on Saturday, cause I'm sure we'll have, uh, media availability with him then. In the meantime, let's talk about this gas shortage with the gone viral video of the week. The question for you guys here on A to Z sports prime time from the gas, uh, from the, not from the gas, from the draft book. DraftKings Sportsbook Studio. Sorry, I've caught up in my words. How will you prepare for the gas shortage? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. How will you prepare for the gas shortage? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, on Periscope, 
on YouTube and on Twitch. We will discuss together here on the primetime show. While you guys do that, I will tell you about Brimac Mechanical. You don't have to worry about HVAC shortage because that's what Brimac does. They give you satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Let them put you in the position to succeed, to be in your comfort zone this summer. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Uh, Brimac Mechanical, the best in the business. Satisfaction guaranteed on HVAC needs, 100%. Uh, Coney Kid says, buy a Tesla. That's his solution to the gas shortage. Not a bad solution uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I wouldn't buy a Tesla. I'd buy an electric Mach-E Mustang at Two Rivers Ford. Uh, away on business trip and all local gas stations are out, says Mark Hankins. I may be stuck. That's interesting. See, I had no idea what, I had no idea this was a thing because I went, I went to, I went to the Kroger by my house and I filled up this morning on, on my way to the radio station. I had zero idea there would be a gas shortage the rest of the day. Um, get your boots on the ground, says Brad Lifford. Yeah, I'll be at practice on Saturday. I'm excited about it. Uh, the same, people don't need to go crazy, says Maurice. Yeah, well, people are going to go crazy, 100%. Trying to work from home is how I'm preparing for it, says Zach Goodman. Well, you know, to each their own, because, uh, because you know, everybody, everybody, like Jackie Holbert says, eating popcorn while I watch everyone act like fools, just like I did the toilet paper shortage last year. Totally fair because Reed, producer Reed at Besh, please, is where you can follow producer Reed for all of these funny videos that he sends to me for gone viral. I don't know if I was, if I was, I, I laughed a little bit, but then I was immediately made to feel sad about what I, what, what was videotaped outside of a gas station today, a woman who was trying to prepare for this nationwide gas shortage. Take a look. I mean, it is it is insane. It's a woman at a Kroger gas station, the gone viral video, the most ridiculous thing. Shout out producer Reed for sending that to me. Um, because well, so DJ DJ Rex says that's an old video, I believe. I it's the first time I've seen it. So if it is, we apologize, but it's just it's just so outrageous. You uh uh LMAO, not a plastic bag, says El Boogie 808. Josh said he's seen that video before, so maybe it is, in fact, old. Our bad on that. I, I thought it was recent. It's the first time I've seen it today. OMG, are you kidding me, says Tights for Life. No, 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 dangerous, says Puka. I just, I look at this and I say, 
dear God, like surely. And, and listen, I don't know what everybody's financial situations are. I don't know why she chose a plastic bag. I don't know the backstory. And, and that's why I say like, I, I was made to feel a little bit sad watching that because I don't know what's going on in that woman's life that she feels the need to fill up a gas bag full of, or a gas bag, literal a gas bag, literally a gas bag. She, she found, she felt it necessary to fill up a plastic bag with gasoline. So I, I want to laugh, but also I want to, you know, I want to know what's going on in her life because that is, uh, that is the toughest of times. She's paying extra for double bagging, says Josh. I know. Uh, it's uh, it's so bad. Um, everyone is, uh, Lord, says Susan Solnick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. First time I saw it, Buckmaster also. She does not know gas eats plastic, says Mayburn. Well, yeah, because the first bag that she puts it in, it immediately starts to leak, so that she double bags it. So I hope that she made it wherever she was going with that stuff in her, in her trunk without it, you know, just completely melting down in her in her trunk it's such a bad such a bad situation uh gone viral video the gas shortage it's officially upon us boys and girls but the show is officially over that is tonight's edition of a to z sports prime time thank you guys for your participation as always we have enjoyed it and it is not possible without you uh tomorrow on the radio show we're gonna have a lot of oh by the way 615 sessions podcast out today in the A to Z Sports podcast feed, Adam Vingan, Robbie Stanley of The Athletic and of NHL.com. We basically talked about Pecorino being a superhero. So that's available in your podcast feed. Also, your Music City Mailbag questions. Uh, radio show tomorrow, comedian Joshua Black, uh, former two former Titans linebackers in Darren Bates and Will Compton. It's going to be, they're going to be on together. We're going to try and make sure they don't cuss and make and lose the zone. It's uh, licensed to broadcast for as much bad stuff as they're going to say on the radio. But I told my producer Lucas to stay close to the dump button so that we can keep the thing on the rails. That'll be a good time from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone or just search The Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast app. Articles up now as well at agencysportsnashville.com. I wrote and bitched basically about Tebow and Urban Meyer and why it could work in favor of the Titans. That article is up now as well. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday evening, we will see you back tomorrow night for the NFL schedule release. It's exciting. We're going to talk about it. We'll know. Some, Austin and Zach should know at least week one by tomorrow morning when they come on the air because the NFL is doing things differently this year. But we'll have the full schedule to react to with you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Uh, and I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep grinding because, you know, I'm not tired yet. I can't go. Oh.